this is our world. This is our reality. It just is. It's all connected. We can't be like, I'm only going to be, you know, looking at my inner world because the outer world is just as important. And we need to be observers. This is a big like spiritual ecology lesson I've been diving into. The more that we become observers of the natural world, the more we remember who we are because we're part of that world. And just take that in. You know, it's, it's so powerful when you really sit in that truth. Welcome to the Limitless Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Mason. The time is now for us to break free of conditioned habits, think for ourselves, and realize our limitless nature. We will explore talks on meditation, creativity, wellness, spirituality, and storytelling. You're in for a treat because we're peeling back the layers and diving deep. I'll be having diverse voices from all different creative backgrounds and points of view on to discuss what makes their soul limitless. Plug in and tune out the outside world as we go on this journey together. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Limitless Soul Show. That kind of sounded like the McDonald's. Welcome. What's up? I'm feeling crazy today and good and fun and ah! I'm excited because I have on a guest today and I think she is a long lost part of my soul. I am obsessed with her. I love her. She's great. She's amazing. She's wonderful, fantastic, phenomenal creator, witch, magician, activist, feng shui practitioner, co-founder of the best, awesomest, coolest, zero waste, eco-friendly cleaning product line, Clarity. Y'all know that I am obsessed with that and I have found a new love for cleaning my house with her products. And did you know that she used to clean houses for a living and was annoyed with the chemicals and the products and that's how she created Clarity using essential oils and glass containers. Yeah. Freaking cool. So her name is Nixie Marie and she is a woman of many talents, many gifts. And she's also a podcast host of a podcast called New Earth with her partner, Cameron. And they are sailing around the oceans on their sailboat, cleaning up plastics, exploring and running their business from their ship how much cooler does it get than that? I mean, seriously. I wanted to have Nixie on the podcast because I am so interested in human beings who are finding creative, innovative ways to live the life that feels most aligned with their soul and also creating an impact on the world in a way that is so much bigger and beyond self-interest, self-serving interest. And the way that she infuses so much beautiful energy into a cleaning product, I mean, seriously, y'all, a cleaning product has blown my mind. And the way that she connects with customers and creates community around something that is so 
important in our lives. I mean, everyone needs to clean their kitchen. The coolest thing about this episode, and I hope you stick around to the end um, because it just gets more and more juicy, the more and more comfortable and vulnerable we get with each other. Um, But in the Limitless Soul podcast interviews, I like to go deeper. So I like to tell you a little bit about my guest before we get started, because typically we don't really talk about their work per se or their expertise per se during the episode, because I like to go deeper and get into the genius of the creator. And we actually really got deep into grief and sadness and transitions in this specific combo. Uh, something that both of us have been going through majorly. And I mean, come on, collectively, this is the theme, is processing grief, uh, letting the old us go, you know, on a big scale and on a individual scale, and moving through that sadness into the alternative of joy, and noticing how to keep following that path of the next step, the next step in the direction of your soul's calling. And we really went there. We went all over the place in, in that, in that container of, uh, what it looks like to transition from who you were to who you're going to be. And you don't even know yet. Um, Nixie's story starts of, you know, cleaning houses and, Uh, making that like a really sustained business to meeting her dream partner to sacrificing the business that she created to sail the world um, during a pandemic. So it's, it's a really cool story that she has. And I love hearing the journey and the energetics behind it, the, the feeling and the emotion and the process, because that's what's so beautiful about um, hearing other people's perspective is that we get a little bit closer to our own and our own journey and we can see each other in our stories. So I hope you enjoy this mystical, magical chat with Nixie Marie. And I'm also really pumped because if you're coming on the Limitless Soul Costa Rica retreat in August, Clarity is sponsoring us. So you will get to take home some of their awesome products from the retreat. And if you can't wait and you want to get some now, you can go to clarity.com, C-L-A-R-Y-T-I.com and use code LIMITLESS, L-I-M-I-T-L-E-S-S at checkout for 15% off. And let me know what you think because I am a huge fan. I'm like their number one fan. I want to be, I want a number one fan finger because I really am. And if you have known me for any amount of time, I have a little bit of a resistance to getting too excited about products because sometimes they just let me down. And I have not felt that way at all. I am like, I'm a lifer. I'm all in. And I hope that you experience the same amount of fun and joy from their products as well. So go to clarity, C-L-A-R-Y-T-I.com or click the, the link in the show notes and use code limitless at checkout to get you some. All right. Enjoy this episode. Let me know what you think. See ya. Welcome Nixie to the Limitless Soul podcast. Hi. 
So happy to be here. I'm so happy you're here. Hi, everyone out there. I'm so excited. You're coming to us live from your boat. And where are you right now? Uh, We're in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Yes, we're in two very different realities. I'm in Michigan, and it's like cold and rainy. You never know what you're going to get. It's like 30 degrees one day and then like 80 the next. It's like, I don't know. But isn't it incredible that we can even like sit here and have this conversation being in two different realities and being in completely different places? I think it's just amazing. It is so amazing. And, you know, it's like one day I'm cursing it. I'm like, hey, the internet, it's ruining everyone's lives. And the next day I'm like, I love you. I love you. I love you. We all feel that way right now. I know. It is so weird. I was actually FaceTiming with my daughter. I have an eight-year-old. And she was at my parents' house and I was FaceTiming with her. She was on my dad's phone and she was, it got super meta really quick. And she was like, mom, she had like it flipped around so I could see myself in the mirror on the, on the FaceTime. And I was like, what the fuck? This is so weird. Like (laughs) I'm there, but I'm here. I don't know. It got real weird real quick, but um, (laughs) I'm like, whoa, this is so crazy. I had like one of those existential moments where I was like, you can be everywhere at once. Uh, well, I'm so glad you're here. Multidimensional. Yeah. Uh, multidimensional. I know. Yeah. I was like seeing it. And before we got on here, I was telling Nixie, I'm like, let's go like deep existential, like unseen realms, like dive in because getting to know you and following your journey and getting to know all the things you're about. I'm so excited to dive into this and for everyone to hear, um, like your journey and your path and the evolution and the transformation and the transitions. Cause it's so cool to um, find another person who seems to be a mirror. And mm. I'm like, Oh, she's like going through all these kinds of same things that I am in a different way in your own way. So let's kind of start there. Like what, what are you currently transitioning into and what have you left behind? But yeah, let's start there. Wow. Such big questions. I think this world that we're in now is inviting us into a lot of different um, opportunities, right? And last year was a really big initiation for myself and my partner and our little family with our cat. And um, we, you know, both of us were really affected by the pandemic on our, on the business side of things. And so we had a four bedroom house in Topanga and we really loved everything that we created there. And then like, we kind of slowly started to see things like us losing our grip in a way around um, everything that we had built. Right. It was like, we, you know, I had a company there and I built that for five years. It was a green cleaning business. And that's sort of how the birth of our next project came about. Um, But that alone was a big thing that got affected by the pandemic. So that part, like I could go deep into, which was really hard, like closing a business, you know, is not an easy thing. I had never done it before. I've started many businesses, but one that actually was really successful to have to really close that um, and and really made a choice, a conscious choice to do so um, based on just the projections I was seeing with, with COVID and really what I wanted to do with my life and create a new business that would maybe more support me. So through like the last year, it's been such a powerful, like letting go and shedding of, Mm -hmm. of a lot of old ways that we had been living. One of which was 
um, three years prior to last year, we had bought a sailboat and my beloved was like, I would love to sail the world. And that was like this total, I never heard somebody say that in a sentence ever. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. think it was possible. It wasn't really on my radar. And when we had got the house together, he made it really clear that I, he wouldn't, he was never going to be able to give me a like him there fully all the time. Cause his mind was, my goal is to sail the world do you want to come with me kind of thing? Or, and we were still, you know, yeah. we were two years in, I think by then. And so I think we knew it was really serious. I mean, we knew from the beginning where this was all going to go, but that one was, you know, it's a big thing for your partner to come to you and say, this is my dream. This is where I'm going. Mm-hmm. And either you're coming or you're not kind of a thing, you know, and, and for me, I have my own ambitions and my own dreams. And, So I had to really ask myself, you know, is this something that I can get on board with? Literally, can I be, you know, can we sail the same, same ship together? Are we going in separate seas? And so that initiation was led to, okay, you know, I figured we actually did a um, Akashic Records reading with some, one of my, one of my teachers and she's a good friend of mine. And she saw this vision of sort of like the Pocahontas story where I was, I had lived in a yurt at the time, actually going backward a little bit. Um, but that time in my life was a really beautiful time for me to really go inward, build a business and have like a sacred space that I called my priestess temple. And so she had seen this vision of me being in like a teepee and being with the land. Cause I'm, I have, you know, some, some native background on both sides of my family. And I've been really deeply into that process of reclaiming my ancestry, understanding what that is. And so through that, she saw this vision of like me and a, and a teepee and, and this white man came on, came to this land with his boat and I fell in love with him and he asked me to, well, he wanted to show the world to me. And this was actually before, this is where like the woo gets so freaking woo. Ah. This was before he even told me about this dream. Like mm-hmm. literally before he mentioned, you know, anything about, about a boat, he had a power boat at the time. So a sailboat was never really in the cards at that moment. And um, so I kind of sat with that. And at the end of the vision, she said she saw me go with him. And so I kind of just took that in and this was right before we got the house. And so I, I came to him that day, later that day. And he kind of was acting weird. He was, he, I could tell he wanted to share something. He's such an open, he's a Leo. So he's very sensitive, very, you know, very um, loyal in, in everything that he does. So I could sense there was something really important he had to share with me. And I kind of thought he was going to back out on the house and like, we weren't going to be moving in together. And, you know, my assumptions, obviously, as many of you probably can understand, we, we assume the worst. And um, he came to me right after I had gotten that Akashic Records reading about his dream to sail the world and that he had been saving and that he has all of this. Um, he's, he's like close to this dream and he's kind of shocked at how close the dream is, is potentially attainable. So I had to really sit with that. And um, fast forward to, you know, we clearly are still together and we clearly are in that dream now, but the process of getting there was a really big um, opportunity for us to both like step up to our highest, um, really show up in the relationship in a way that, you know, we could be a true partnership. I had come from very unhealthy partnerships in my prior uh, relationship. So this was like the first one that I was like, okay, this is, 
this is a good one. Like I picked a good one finally, which means that I love me, right? Like I did the work. I'm, I'm attracting something different. So last year, um, after we had decided we were going to, I, I said, okay, let's buy a sailboat first because I don't even know how to sail. I've never sailed. I grew up on boats, but I'd never been on a sailboat in my life. So when we bought the boat, he started fitting it for world cruiser. Honestly, I had no idea what he was doing because I don't know what it means to fit, <laughs> like fit a boat to right. be a world cruiser. I just wanted to look pretty. I want to have plants. I want it to be aesthetically beautiful because, um, you know, I have a feng shui background as well. So I wanted it to feel good if potentially I'd, this would be my home, right? And so long story short or long story long, um, we got to, you know, three years in, the boat was pretty much ready to go like world cruising boat and the pandemic hit. And we kind of looked at each other like, okay, so things are shifting. The worst possible scenario is we go live that dream that we've been talking about. And for me, I had to really be clear with him. Like, well, it is your dream. I want to make it my dream, but here's how it will work for me. You know, and that included bringing a business into, into the mix because I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Like I've been through and through an entrepreneur. I've never really worked for too many people, you know, odd jobs, odd end jobs here and there. But ultimately my goal was, and always has been to change the world through business and to be able to really move mountains with being innovative with new products and, and courses, technology, whatever, like that's just always been my goals. Um, and then to travel. So it, it was kind of like, okay, well, yeah, if I can travel and do this, let's see if this, this will work. So it was a big decision. We kind of like had to have our friends almost like push us out the door last year because we were kind of fighting with, should we, should, it was just a hard decision. I mean, the hardest thing when you're creating change or when you are stepping into a new reality or quantum leaping into a desired reality is the first step, right? It's walking out the literal door and saying, I'm walking away from this life and I'm choosing a new one. And so it took us like three months to really get everything together, get our us, like our business into the fulfillment center and really make enough product because that's a whole nother conversation. But there was just so many moving parts. And then on top of that, I was still grieving the loss of my old business. Right. So just the transition and letting go, like, I think I answered your question in a lot of ways, um, kind of went I off. Love on a tangent. I love storytelling. I'm like, story time. Where's my tea? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's been a lot. And, and now fast forward, we are living on our sailboat full time and we are running our business and things are, you know, we've made it work. And I think that was the big thing was, can we make this work? Can we have a product-based business, run it from anywhere in the world, like on a sailboat, which most of the time we are off grid. So we're battling good Wi-Fi, which mm. is one of the challenges, but you know, transitions are not easy. And, um, at some time, at some point in life though, they are necessary, you know? Yeah. It's interesting that you, you know, are even in that, that, um, thought process of quantum leaping. That's like a vein we were talking about before we got on here. Like when we, I kind of get into these like little holes of exploration and quantum leaping is like exactly where I have been going down right now. I actually just made a mini course about it because I'm like, I keep doing it in my life. It's like taking these big jumps, taking these big risks, taking these huge pivots where everyone else is like, 
that's a lot. Like I want to take little baby steps, test it out. And that's just not my personality. It don't sound like it's yours either. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. you have to be all in or all out for, for it to actually work. And, and, um, like kind of deconstructing that process, like observing, it's kind of like a form of meditation is like observing process. Like how does this work so that you can share, share with other people, you know, you can share it through storytelling, like this happened and then that happened and it inspires people to be like, Oh, those kinds of things are happening in my life. Um, but also like deconstructing it down to like the energy behind it. Right. It's like, Oh yeah, you did close your business and do this. You did kind of give your partner an ultimatum. (laughs) You did, you know, it's like these things happened, but the energy behind them was so like grounded and sure and trusting Mm. and connected. And like, I think that's the, the piece that if you're listening right now and you're like, oh my God, like she's so courageous. It's amazing. Like I want to do that. Cause we have a lot of entrepreneurs who listen to this podcast who are also really spiritually grounded and connected or want to be. And it's all of that stuff. Like, why am I doing this? And it's so cool that you've been able to integrate like your why throughout the whole transition like that stays true. And, um, there has to be like, when you're doing these big pivots, a level of like surrender and trust. And so for you, like going through this grieving process of like letting something go, what was your like moment where you were like, okay, I'm really like, I'm going to cut this cord. I'm going to like, like untether myself from this and just totally trust that the direction I'm going now is the way, because I think, and at least in my experience, I want to cling to like a little part of it for safety. I want to cling to like a little bit of it, like identity or, um, you know, a little part of the business just to create some security and moving from that old version to like the new version, I, I mean, I really think it requires like a sever, like you've got to let, let it go. So my long question is at what point were you like, I can let this go. Like I, I can let old Nixie go. I can let like my old, um, goals and dreams go because I know that like a new greater one is like presenting itself for me. Yeah. So I would answer that in a way that I, I personally force like letting the letting go process is exactly that it's a process. Mm -hmm. And so it's never just a, I cut the cord and it's gone. Mm -hmm. It's a, I'm showing up for this new life daily. It's a devotion. It's a practice. It's it's an exercise. Mm -hmm. It's a commitment because old Nixie wants to come back Mm -hmm. all the time. You know, it's, it's never, but like we knew where I knew intuitively and psychically where our life was going to be before we even had committed to it. Like when we had gotten back from, we went to Thailand, 2019, end of 2019, right before the pandemic. And I was starting to get hits of like a big transition coming. I was also going through my Saturn return and there was a lot of things like clearing itself. And so knowing that and i think a lot of us i'm sure as listeners here are intuitive are psychic and and tapping into those gifts 
more and more and more, the more that we listen, the more that we trust and the more that we surrender. So it took us from that point, and And I was working with a mentor at the time about it. Like, how do I close my business? How do I, you know, so I knew, and I had already been manifesting and calling forth my new desired reality, but it was a process in finally getting there. And what, I mean, I mean, didn't see a pandemic coming. That's for damn sure. You know, um, that wasn't the way I, I thought we were going to yeah. go out. <laughs> right. I thought it was going to be a, a choice that was going to be very hard and blah, blah, blah. But of course the universe shows up. She provides and she's like, haha, like laugh. I feel like, you know, there's cosmic this, giggle. There's, yeah. This, absolutely, I love that cosmic giggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a little reminder saying, you know, I've got you. Mm-hmm. And so with that, Every day I'm, I'm envisioning through whether it be meditation, through running, to workout, to journaling, this is my reality I'm in because it's hard sometimes to realize, you know, and sit with and be still with. And, and you know, we talk about manifesting a lot in, in, a, in a spiritual community or in the conscious space or just in general, the word manifesting comes up a lot. And I think it's important to also recognize that we have all that we need in this moment. And while there are moments in which we want to, you know, extend out and reach and pull ourselves into something else because we're not happy, we're, you know, we're depressed, we're unsatisfied, we're lacking our creative essence in some way. Sometimes just being still and letting it be that process and letting it be that journey and continuously cutting the cords will naturally lead you to whatever your desired reality is because the cord cutting process removes it but then i kind of look at our 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 system like and like but a it computer. still exists yeah still exists like mm-hmm. when we up when we want an upgrade we put in a new program and then sometimes there's there's hiccups there's like a a shortcut breaker that's loose or there's you know uh cell that's not aligning with this cell. And so in order to change our entire cellular membrane and understand what reality we're in from the ego mind to the heart, to the soul, to the core, to every inch of our being and beyond, we have to believe it. And we have to consistently show up to that work to believe it. Mm. So that would be my answer to that. I you just like speak my language. I'm like, this is so fun. Um, yeah. Like I actually had my first psychic reading yesterday. Uh, probably people listening are like, what? That's your first. I'd never have had a psychic reading like with a medium or anything. And I had one yesterday and she did a cord cutting with me. Mm-hmm. And because we were going like, it got wild. I was like, what? And, um, all these vines around me and like cutting these cords, cutting these and letting them go. And then this, this like message just kept like percolating around me of like energy cannot be destroyed. Energy cannot be created. Like it just exists. And so like letting all these cords just like unravel around me. Cause I want to hang on to some of them. I'm like, Rrr! you know, and um, yeah, they were, you know, it was there. And just realizing that, you know, like a computer, it's like you can delete a file or something, but it's still there somewhere. They're hiding somewhere in the ethers and the catch files or 
right. somewhere taking up space on your computer and you're yeah. like, well, how do I get this completely removed from my system? You kind of have to keep looking in the folders, keep opening up new things. And, and it is a dissection process that mm. we've got to go through and, you know, and take our time with it and be graceful. One thing that through the process of when we were getting our house together, I was so eager to move in with, with Cameron, like so excited. So, and I kind of pushed it a little bit forward, probably to like, I didn't, quite know how to enjoy this journey and Cameron will drop these these philosophical philosophical bombs every now and then <laughs> and he was like we're gonna live together at some point so let's just enjoy the time we have now and I was like what do I do with that like okay yeah that's that's what I should do because we did we eventually lived together and you know we and and then you know, it's always sometimes like, be careful what you wish for. Cause then you live together and you're like, okay, now we're really, now we're really in it, mm -hmm. you know? And not that we, I love, we have an amazing relationship in that aspect, but there are moments and there are moments where, you know, you realize like, oh, well, yeah, maybe there's not a rush that's needed because I really loved my yurt space and I loved being in that space. But you know, when the time is right, that's when you should move in with grace into the next thing and to the next thing. Because I think we, God, we're in a society that just, you know, I've been, to go on a, a little tangent here, I've been off grid mm -hmm. for the last almost seven months, mostly. We've had, we've been really grateful to have like Wi-Fi, even on Anchorage, somewhere in the middle of nowhere. But we came to Puerto Vallarta about a couple of weeks ago, and this has been the most city I've been in since we were in San Diego before we prior, like left LA. And what I've noticed, I went to a mall yesterday and I said, I haven't been to a mall in a while. This is kind of weird. I don't even really like malls in general prior to, you know, being here. But every now and then you get into society and you're like, I need some shoes. Like I need some quality shoes that are not from the market that I just bought my, you know, like drink at. I don't know. So we, so what I've been finding within myself was like, when we get into society, society demands our attention. It demands our uh it just it, it takes so much from our our internal guidance system we can walk into a mall and we go i need that oh i need this i need that oh unless we're conscious and present and grounded in why we're actually there then we can easily get into this trap of you know societies taking us into this mega place that is so far from who we are because it's it's in a way designing us to be how it wants us to be Mm -hmm. Right. And I don't know why that's coming up right now, but it oh was gosh. just like part of this transition. Yeah. And, and it's really important to recognize, you know, being stepping away for a little bit, going into nature, remembering who we are and coming back out and realize like, oh, I'm a sovereign being. I am, I'm able to navigate through the world like a ninja, <laughs> you know, and, and be able to get what I need, go back out into the nature and, and be like, with with the great mother so i don't know why that came through again but that was it was just like a big lesson that i think i'm taking in yeah. in relationship to to everything that we're discussing so yeah that has been really deeply resonating with me too so maybe our energies are just like swish wah, yeah. and um, it, it kind of goes hand in hand with this like with my with my life as a minimalist now mm -hmm. and being in the zero waste world and, you know, creating a product that also is alignment with that because 
I think we have lost our true desire to be happy by stuffing ourselves with everything that we don't need. Mm-hmm. So when we let go of what we don't need, and it's a big process, then we can find like, I'm infinitely, I find myself more days happier than most. And I was, I was in a deep stress pit for a while in Los Angeles. I mean, for a long time, ever since I lived there, it was a really hard place to live. And so being able to be free of that, it's like, okay, why didn't I do this earlier? You know, why didn't I think like there's an easier way, but we're so conditioned to struggle and we're so conditioned to be in a pattern of survival mm-hmm. that we don't even, we've lost our way so far from our, our true sovereign freedom mm-hmm. that we have to like go through this process of realizing none of the, the things externally are going to provide internal happiness. And so I think that's why this like zero waste minimalism, there's a lot of that nomadic lifestyle. There's, there's this sort of like new surge coming up right now because we're on a search for true happiness, mm-hmm. fulfilled, true, long lasting happiness. Cause yeah. you know, I can choose happiness right now, but then I could be unhappy in like two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Know? It's like the long lasting part is, is the goal. So you all know by now that I have been on a clean, holistic, transformational journey, trying to get all of my products, my skincare, my home care, simplified and in alignment with my core values and belief systems. And I'm so excited to share with you our sponsor for today's episode, which is Clarity Cleaning Supplies. They are a holistic, zero waste home cleaning supplies, natural concentrates, hand poured and made in small batches. One of the things that I've been really working on is reducing my amount of single use plastics and their cleaner comes with a glass bottle and then these adorable little jars that you can reuse with a dry essential oil-based cleaner that actually works. And I've been using that for about six months now, cleaning my kitchen, my stove, uh, my countertops. And it is like changed the game for me because it actually smells nice. It Like there's one thing that was really driving me nuts about cleaning of uh, aside from the fact that I don't like cleaning. And that was the harsh chemical smell that like burnt my throat and made my nose flare up. And this actually smells really awesome and it feels really good to clean. The other thing that I really, really love is their super solid dish soap. When we were in Costa Rica, we started using this dish soap that came in a little jar because there's no uh, dishwasher and we use a little scrubber and we'd wash our dishes with that. And when I came back to the United States, I was like, Oh, it'd be so nice if we had that like solid dish soap thing. The only thing was that theirs came in a plastic container. Well, when I found out clarity had these beautiful tins of super solid dish soap and it's all natural concentrates, super concentrated. And you use this adorable little wooden scrubber to, um, add the water to it and just move it around in the little tin. And you can wash like literally Literally anything off of a pan, stuck on eggs, um, burnt sauces from stir fries. Like it comes off really nicely and easily and it smells really, really good. Makes my hands feel really nice when I'm finished cleaning. So if you want to try it out, use code limitless at checkout at clarity, C-L-A-R-Y-T-I 
clarity.com, C-L-A-R-Y-T-I.com. Use code LIMITLESS for 15% off any of their products in the store. I 10 out of 10 recommend getting the super solid dish soap to start if you want to start with something small. And then if you want to like go all in, get the whole bundle. It's really cool. It comes with the glass jar. Um, your choice of fragrance for the cleaner. You also get this tiny little wooden spoon in this little funnel so that you can put the product in there very easily, shake it up and start having fun cleaning. You will thank me, I promise. Use code LIMITLESS at clarity, C-L-A-R-Y-T-I.com for 15% off. Let me know what you think. I would love to hear your cleaning experiences. There's always programs being run and run on us and like, you know, talking about going into a mall and all of a sudden you're being sold left and right. You know, it's like so unconscious too. You don't think about it and you're like, why did I just buy this? Why did I just do this? Um, When you start to become aware of it, but I've been in um, this uh, training if you can even call it that, for the last um, several months, it's called shamanic cranial sacral therapy. I don't know if you've ever experienced yeah. cranial sacral, but it's it's cranial sacral, but in a sh- my teacher is a shaman, <laughs> and so it's bringing in that element of intuition, that element of working with energy on such a deeper level and communicating with the consciousness of the bones and, and all this. But part of the process of, of learning how to hold that space of learning how to listen so much more deeply than this is a head and I'm moving the head, or this is a sacrum of moving a sacrum is knowing the programs that are running on you because being a healer or being a entrepreneur, being a person who's delivering offerings, you could have programs running in your, on your mind that are, I need to make more money. I, you know, the scarcity program or this, um, you know, lack program, whatever it might be and becoming aware of those things, just like you're talking about earlier. It's like old Nixie kind of wants to come back in, you know, old Mm -hmm. us wants to come back in and instead of fighting it, just being aware of it and, and asking deeper questions like, what is this trying to teach me? Oh my God, am I stuck in a program and I don't even know that I'm doing it? Am I stuck in a program of like clinging? Am I stuck in a program of, you know, um, taking more than I need? Because yeah, we do um, it. Yeah. We do it. And honestly, it's so funny because when you when you entered into my life, you divine little angel, it shook me up. <laughs> you really did. And that's why I um, like took the, the next step of like, buying all of your products from clarity because of that awakening that you had on me, like the impact you had on me makes me a little emotional. I'm like, Oh my God, you know, like a cleaning spray. I freaking hate cleaning. And when I, when I'm making like a little reel or something talking about having fun, I literally am having fun because I can feel the energy that is behind the intention. I can feel all of that. And that's some really powerful stuff. And it also created an awareness in me of like how I was doing things that I didn't need to do, but it was just a program that was running and it was like a laziness or like, I don't have time or I don't, you know what I mean? Like these kinds of things. So, and then also releasing shame around like, oh my God, how many times I've used the plastic bags at Meijer because 
I, <laughs> because I was in a hurry and I forgot my bags. I got two kids. I'm like, Brrr. and um, so just like little things like that, that seem a little are huge. And, you know, this podcast is called Limitless Soul and it's, it's that on a, for a reason. And it's not that you aren't going to have this stuff. Like you're always free of this stuff because it's all around us. It's noticing and becoming aware of it and choosing like, am I going to choose to keep doing that? Cause it's easy or like you, you know, dropped a whole business, started a new one, sailing the oceans. It's like, or am I going to choose something that is calling me because it's for a better, higher good for myself. It's for higher good for everyone else. So yeah, it's so interesting. You touched on some, some really big topics there and what I started realizing, like I kind of got brought into the sustainability space um, through, believe it or not, cleaning homes because, well, actually I was in the fashion industry for a long time and I was, my dream was to be the next big fashion designer of the world. And, and I was, was going to be the next like, big hairdresser of the world. We were just going to be that, right? That was actually exactly. on my like, list. That was <laughs> so, and, and what I recognized, because I went through this big spiritual journey, moving to LA, like kind of getting out of my comfort zone. I'm from Orange County, a little, little orange curtain girl in a, you know, the most like white washed area, I think that exists. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from maybe there's definitely other parts in the world. We're all working through that. but. I think that on my journey, I started realizing that the fashion industry was not healthy for me. It was very toxic. There was a lot of people I was meeting that just seemed so unhappy, you know, a lot of drug use, a lot of um, abuse in every form, you know, abuse of, of technology, abuse of people. And then the movie and documentary True Cost came out and that really shook me. Like some documentaries will, will, will do, that's their intention, right? And it, it, if anyone hasn't watched that, it's something to realize there is another layer to like fast, fast fashion came and destroyed the fashion industry for, for many reasons. And so from that, I just decided, okay, so what's next for me? And I started doing my own design work and starting my own line. And that was kind of my first business. And then I thought maybe I'll get into costume design. Cause for me, I'm a creator. I have to be creating something with my hands, um, with my thoughts, like just, I just, that's what I do. And it took me a long time to realize that. And then I got into a very interesting relationship, long story short, and got into cleaning houses to get myself out of it because I had to find something to support myself. And LA again is a very tough city. You know, everybody wants to be somebody. Everybody's trying to be the next actress, designer, singer, whatever. And and some people really make it. That's the beauty mm-hmm. in LA. Um, however, there are, there are those that maybe don't necessarily, and it's like a dream crusher. Mm -hmm. It can be. And at the same time, it sort of like catapults you onto your journey. Like, like in many other people, you know, in our lives, when we're not in alignment with something, we'll be sent somewhere else. So I personally cleaned homes for about two years and it was the most humbling thing that I could have done because I was in a scarcity consciousness trap Mm -hmm. for that prior to that period. And I thought, you know, I needed, I needed to hold on to everything. And I was, I was just in a very dark stage in my life. And so, and then I got into transformational work and I started caring more and realizing, of course, this was who I was from birth, but had forgotten and put up all those walls. And so amidst all that, I kind of found 
you know, green products. And I started thinking that it would be a good idea to start a green business and give people another option than all these toxic chemicals that they're, you know, exposing themselves, our planet, their, their pets, their kids to. And so we started working with different, um, like I love mixing things. I love making potions, you know, I'm definitely a witch at my core. And so it really helped me sort of find something that I could create and also give back to the planet and others. Right. So Mm -hmm. I didn't see that one coming. Honestly, I was like cleaning houses. Really? I mean, that one was a very big ego death experience for me. And, um, and then it turned out to be, you know, one of my most successful endeavors so far. So it's really interesting when we let go again, I can think we're kind of coming back to this conversation around letting go. You know, I kept hearing these voices, telling me, you know, let go, surrender to this business. Like you want to be successful. You want all these things. It's right in front of you. Just say yes. And so I did. And the more I leaned into it and the more I leaned into it, the more it gave back to me. And I really believe that businesses are entities and they have their own energy. They're, they're this consciousness that like, we're like the little vessel for that. Just pick it up from the field. And we say, yes, I will, I will serve you. I'll give you water. I'll tend to you. you." You know, and, and the more that I, gave it water, the more that it nourished me. And so I learned everything about business within that company and and was able to scale it up very quickly and have employees and full staff. And that was a lot of work, you know, and once I got into the thick of it, I was like, wait a minute, do I really want this? This is a lot of work. (laughs) So, um, I just, I just thought it's a great time to transition into people are caring more about the environment. There was clearly a a need and my business grew because of our products. And so we transitioned into launching clarity outside of that as a product separate from the, the, the company itself. And I just fell into this, like this mother earth whole womb. It was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to devote my life. And I've, I've, I've gone through initiations of like devoting my journey and my path to the path of the goddess Mm -hmm. and how I can serve her and how I can show up to serve her. And honestly, we can't be afraid. Mm -hmm. Like you, you touched on something else. Like we, you know, I, I transition into this next thing. And I think so many of us are afraid when we get a call or when we're in service to something to step into that because of all the, what if should haves ego mind, you know, crashing down upon us or not having enough money or how am I going to do it? And I think that even more than ever, we can no longer be afraid of stepping into that light, stepping into our service, our true purpose, because the truth is us being here is our purpose. Nothing else is. We are human beings. We're here to be. We, we consistently look for what are we supposed to do on this planet? We're actually just supposed to be and everything that we're being in is what, what our purpose is. Mm-hmm. What we show up to do and how we show up to serve is that added bonus that brings us to our uniqueness. And I really just believe I'm, I'm just a channel for mother earth. I'm just here doing what, doing the, the God goddess work, you know? And I think we all are when we can tap into that tune, like turn our little antennas on Mm -hmm. (laughs) and say, what can I do? How can I show up? Mm -hmm. And it might bring us on us a completely different journey, a completely separate path than we ever thought possible, you know, and and that's what transitions are about. That's what stepping into the unknown is. That's what surrendering looks like. And from there, it can be just a beautiful, you know, I see butterfly um, metamorphosis of, of our being and and what we're here to do. So, you know, that's, 
in essence, kind of the journey that led me to the zero waste, you know, conscious living and minimalism. And, and I, I'm a, I'm an extremist as I think you kind of are too, you know, we maybe like to any entrepreneur is, yeah. is somewhat of, I'm in or <laughs> out. Right. You, you can't really find, like, if I'm going in, I'm all the way yeah. in with you. You know, if we're going to go sail the world, we're going to sail the world. Like yeah. if we're going to, you know, let's go, let's do this because that little bit of me that says maybe won't do it. Yeah. You know, and this goes back to you kind of saying mm-hmm. you've got to be there or not, mm-hmm. because that little piece of me, if I believe that piece of me, that is that maybe will stay there. And that's where the comfort zone is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I love this whole like vision and painting and like hearing your stories because it's like giving me these little, like I'm receiving actually, like as you're talking these little like things and this just came through as playing in the system. And that's another like wormhole I've been down is like working with some of my teachers and stuff. I'm like, thinking about the bigger, like I call it like the outer layer, which is like the whole world. And a lot of us who go on the spiritual path and we have these awakenings within ourselves and start to infuse it into our stuff, we start thinking bigger. Like how can I affect out here without trying to be out here? And like you've done with clarity, it's like you're giving back to cleaning up the oceans and you're um, actively putting your energy into healing something much bigger than yourself without the stress of being like, there's plastic in the water everywhere. What do I do? And you know, that's when we get into those stress, like scared, overwhelmed, overwhelmed would be a great word to put it as when you can see things from such a zoomed out perspective. And I love this like vision of um, like asking God source the universe, like what, what do you have me do? because I'm just here being now, like I am understanding that I'm just being here. Like I'm a human being here. Like, what do you want me to do? And when we get into that place, it is kind of funny because it's not what you would expect. Like I didn't, when I was a little kid, I always think about this as like, when you're a little kid and you're like, when I grow up, I want to, you know, be this, like I'm watching it with my children. My daughter's eight and she's obsessed with the musical Hamilton. Like she knows every song. She watches it all the time. And I'm like, it's way above her head, but she loves it. And I've the never other day, seen it. Oh, so good. So yeah. good. Um, <laughs> but I, that was my, my dream when I was a little kid was I'm going to grow up and I'm going to be an actress or a singer in a band. And I did not fully commit to that path because a, I don't think it was meant for me to like follow that dream because in some way, shape or form, it was like my ego being like, I need to be famous to be liked or I, you know, it's like these little wounds, um, which is so funny though, because there's something there that was exciting. And, and I wanted some of that energy of, of whatever that is, which is creative it's self-expression it's reaching people and impacting people to make them smile. And, um, but when you're a little kid, you don't be like, I want to grow up and be a shamanic healer. I'm going to have a podcast and I'm going to coach people on how to infuse energy into their business. Like who the fuck? No, like no little kid is going to do that. So it is so funny that when you do go down that path and your ego can start to like, 
loosen up the reins on what you thought you should be or who you thought you should be, you are completely shown the way to go. You're, you're completely shown like you're going to, Nixie, you're going to create some products that are going to impact the world. You're going to, you know, infuse your knowledge and your wisdom and your love and your heart into these things. And you're going to share this message and that's how you're going to change the world. And, you know, you who's listening might be like, I, you know, I'm going to make scarves and they're going to be sent to people who are, you know, in need of warmth or, you know, it's just like you find what is the thing? Like, what's the thing? What's the modality? What's the method? How is it going to get you there? And at the end of the day, it like doesn't even matter. And this person's isn't more than that person's, or this one isn't more impactful than that one. It's just, can you realize that you're infusing something into it that's so special and that's what's reaching people and not necessarily the thing? I don't know. I just went there. But yeah, I mean, I really (laughs) because I was at the time in which I was cleaning homes, I fought with it, but I also was making some serious dough and I'm like, Hey, you know what? I'm supporting myself. I'm giving back. And and in some way I feel like this is some deeper stuff than I can understand what's happening. Mm -hmm. And so I really believe that when we show up as the light workers, as the healers, as whatever it is within our essence that brings light to the show, if you Mm -hmm. are working at a McDonald's for goodness sakes, like And then you're hustling on the side, making your dreams happen. That is amazing. Just show up in your light in what Mm -hmm. you're doing, because we just need to be light bearers. And and we we get to do that no matter what we're doing, because it's like society has painted this hierarchical thing of, you know, well, this job is better than this job. You're making more money than this person. And to be like literally cleaning someone's disgusting toilet (laughs) (laughs) and be like, I'm going to bring the, I'm going to make this experience be the best. Like this is going to be the best toilet <laughs> anyone has ever, you know, taken a shit in in the world. Yeah. And how much appreciation <laughs> that person be like, dang, look at this toilet. And, I, I mean, yeah. we, we ended up, you know, making origamis on all the, the toilet paper rolls and bringing art to it. And so it, it became this, like this whole thing that I realized, you know, you don't have, if you're a shaman, if you're a medicine woman, you're whoever you are, like you do not need to, uh, it doesn't need to look a certain way, right? You can be whoever Mm -hmm. you want to be in whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. And that's the freedom that we have now. Whereas centuries, okay, let's just say 10, 10 years ago, that (laughs) wasn't the case. You know, we weren't, we weren't podcasting, talking about this stuff. We have come so far in our evolution and in the the next level and stages of our of our development of our consciousness because we are deprogramming because we are remembering because we're removing those programs and saying yes I can be a podcaster yes I can be a hairstylist yes I can drink wine or yes I can do like you can be all the things that is in alignment to who you are and that part you know I really stand in my truth around with anyone I'm like listen if I can inspire you to go live your dream great. That's my only, like, if that's my purpose, wonderful. If I can inspire you to using less plastic, amazing, even better. You know, it's, it's all about when we show up, we give permission to others to show up as well. And that's what you do when you step into what brings you joy. Mm -hmm. It'd be anything. Like if you like making chairs, if you like, you know, braiding hair, if you like, like literally anything, So I think that, I think that, you know, we're just in a gorgeous time in this, in this world 
to be able to see some true, true change happen. Yeah, it, I know. <laughs> and every time I get on this, in front of this microphone and talk to, to new people, and it's been such a joy. And I know you have a podcast too, and you've gotten to talk to so many unique people. It's really exciting because you can feel it. I'm like, oh my God, it's really happening. Like this, no matter what we're, we, we kind of see on the surface level out there, sometimes we can be like, oh my God, everything's bad. The world is falling apart. We're going through a dark night of the soul and the collective. And, you know, it's just like, ah, just remembering that it's all just a reflection of what's going on in here. And man, that was a really hard truth for me to understand is like, if I'm seeing jealousy everywhere, where is there some jealousy going on here? If I'm seeing lack everywhere, like I can't make enough money, I can't do the thing. I'm like, where is that in me? And I love that, like we are deprogramming because we're we're becoming aware of what the programs are running on us and um, just facing those more and more and more, like that's the work is just going, okay, that's going on all right, I don't want that one anymore. Let's shift this. My One of my teachers calls it above the line or below the line. Are you above the line or are you below the line? Instead of being like, that's a negative thought or that's a bad thought or that's a good thought. It's like, which one is empowering you? Which one is weakening your soul, weakening your connection to the light? And if it is without judging it, just simply go above the line. What's What's across the line that's going to empower you? And just playing the game, right? We're just playing a game of, of, of navigating what we want to run and how we want to put it out there. Um, yeah. So, so beautiful. Yeah, and we're, we're, listen, we're cleaning house right now. Like that's yeah. what I see is on an energetic level. We are actually bringing everything, all the dust particles, all the debris, everything that hasn't been working systematically to internally to externally, we're bringing it to the forefront. And when you clean a house, you make it messy first. Like you're never going to, you pull everything out. If you're cleaning your drawers, you've got to get it. Oh my God, I'm literally like doing this time. right now. I'm literally yeah. doing this in my house right now. My husband's like, why can't you just put your clothes away? And I'm like, cause I got to move all the clothes out that I don't want yeah. first. Right. <laughs> So, and that's what we're doing societally, but the more that we do that on our own internal spaces, that's where we start. And then it starts to reflect in the external world. And so the more that we are, I think the more that we clean our own shit up, I think that that's the big thing is cleaning up our own messes that, that is trauma work, ancestral healing, like that goes through all of it. And, you know, being in the spiritual space and having that sense and awareness and then also being in the environmental space and going, look, this is, this is going to be, it's going to take both to get through and move through where we need to grow in order for this, in order for our lives to be enriched and have enough, like our world to be thriving. You know, it's, it's going to take both because it's all in the mindset, like living zero waste, being more conscious, choosing something different. When you go to the grocery store, getting out of that program of, I'm just going to go buy my cleaning product at the grocery store. Cause it's what I do. It's what I've always known. I've always used bleach. I put it down the drain. Did you know it's killing thousands of, you know, aquatic, uh, our sea friends out in the ocean, like all these things that we're just programming ourselves to be doing. 
it requires us to get into a new mindset. And so both things are in, are required now. It's not just I'm I'm in the spiritual industry, like you said earlier, you know, I'm in the environmental industry. It's like the, this is a this is our world. This is our connected. reality. It just is. It's all connected. Mm-hmm. We can't be like, I'm only gonna be, you know, looking at my inner world because the outer world is just as important and we need to be observers. This is a big like spiritual ecology lesson I've been diving into. The more that we become observers of the natural world, the more we remember who we are because we're part of that world. And just take that in, you know, it's, it's so powerful when you really sit in that truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's so beautiful. It's, it's so interesting and neat when you go, Oh, all of this is connected, like being in like doing body work and stuff. It's like when somebody comes in and they're like, I have all of this pain on my shoulders. Why? Like, where is it coming from? Right. It's like, well, what are you eating? What are you, what are you, what are you consuming? What are you thinking about? What are you doing? You know, it's like the, 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 the brain and the shoulder and the stomach and the toe, like it's all one thing. It's all connected. If you zoom that out, it's like the earth is all one thing. It's all connected. So we can't just be like, I'm going to pour all of my focus here. Like you're saying, it's like, you got to focus on your inner world and also recognize that the outer world exists, right? We cannot run away from the physical reality unless you want to not be here because it just is part of this life in a body. (laughs) Okay. Well, this has been amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I hope you all are loving this because this is so much fun um, talking about all of these things. And I think it's really important to talk about these things because, you know, these are the kinds of conversations that are so fun to have. And if we can start shifting these conversations without making them so heavy and weighty, I think people kind of veer away in, in like more of a casual situation of talking about things. Cause it's like, maybe they don't have the answer or the solution. And so we're like, don't talk about it. It's kind of like in politics. It's like, don't talk about politics, you know, with people because you're going to have differences of, of opinions, or maybe people are afraid to talk about certain topics because they don't have a solution yet, but right. we get the solutions by talking about things that we don't have the answer to yet. Um, and sharing those insights and sharing those um, realizations on these deeper levels with people like right now. Um, and you might walk away from this conversation, like, Holy shit. Like, I realized this and just because you told this story or said this thing. So thanks for, for diving down this deep hole with me and everyone for listening today. Um, I have a couple of little questions. I'm just going to ask you a few little fun, quick fire questions that I have um, to wrap it up. What is your best beach? What's the best beach that you've been to when you've been sailing? Oh, wow. Uh, so we just stumbled across, well, this is hard because the, the beaches are all different. Um, okay. I'm actually going to go back to San Juanico. Yeah. So we were in the Sea of Cortez for the last six months and we went up 
north on the northern side, which it's really hard to imagine the Sea of Cortez in like in your mind, because on the map, you know, you go down Baja from California and then it kind of does this up thing and then it goes up into almost back up to California and then down and that's the Pacific side. So there is so much to explore. And we had we had stumbled across this place called San Juanico. And it is a archaeologist or geologist, like, I want to say orgasm. It is. It's like, <laughs> there's so much to explore. There's crystals, there's rocks, there's, ge- mm. there's these geographic formations from, you know, a volcano that once upon a time erupted and scattered out all these, these fragments of rocks. And there's obsidian everywhere. Like you walk on the path and you just pick up a rock of obsidian and this, I mean, it just impacted both of us because we had met the, one of the, um, this man who owns this mansion there and he is working on a conservation project to really protect the area and the sea. And um, he's got two people, two of the locals who've created ranch, a ranch there. And we could go get our like natural produce. They had like the most amazing goat cheese. And this is all like on a beach, you know, this is people come camping here on the Baja side. You can bring your boat there and anchor out for We've met some people who just said they pretty much spend most of their time there. They were definitely an older couple. They're kind of retired and they just loved being there. So San Juanico is a great place. It's kind of right after um, Bahia Concepcion, which is a very famous place in the Sea of Cortez. A lot of people go and um, camp out there and when they're doing Baja surf trips or something like that. But so far, San Juanico really captured our heart in, in a lot of ways. And there's also sea caves. So there's lots to explore. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. That's so cool. Um, what's a quirky secret no one knows about you? <laughs> Whoa. Okay. We're going there. <laughs> what's something that well, maybe like people would people, be unexpected? Maybe some people wouldn't know this, but some, some people might, that I, I had like a, you know, we all get exploratory when we're young and I, was definitely on the side of like by for so long. And I had a girlfriend at like two years old and we ended up exploring each other's body parts for a long time, like (laughs) till I was like 11. And, um, and I think that, you know, once I got older, I kind of understood what that was about and why I was exploring different, different sexes. But I guess, you know, that would probably be something maybe some wouldn't expect. I don't know. Wow. That's a deep one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not like I can chew gum and tap top my head. Okay. I like it. Um, if well, you, you know, I told you from the beginning, I said, it's a good I have an open so. book. I know. <laughs> I know this. Um, if you weren't doing what you're doing right now, what would, what would you do? If you weren't sailing around and um, having a, a cleaning line and saving uh, the earth. <laughs> um, Gosh, that's hard. I really feel like this world I'm, this reality I'm in now is like so, so beautiful. But in another reality, I'd like to play with um, building a, well, this is one we're kind of discussing, but building like an eco village and having an entire like self-sustaining resort slash workshop retreat center and to be able to really um, bring people together in that way and, and, and especially honor and bring in indigenous wisdom into the space. And really, I mean, they, they can run it from there because we need to learn from them more than anything, I think. So 
it's it's something that I'm always like playing with. But if I were to like go all in on some next level um, aspect, it would be to yeah, I think would love to just I love creating spaces and homes and I foresee building, you know, eco homes, sustainable homes, but out of plastic, out of, you know, something that is um, all regenerative with the earth versus us building square boxes and living in them. And, you know, and my understanding with feng shui really helped me understand like what, what is a space that can, we can actually thrive in versus a space in which we've, we've been again, programmed to, to yeah. think that this is conducive to how we should live. So um, I think that would be my answer to that. It's just building a little eco village and living up, living on the land, singing Kumbaya, doing ceremony. I'm there. Sign me up. Save me a room. Possibly get. (laughs) Um, Okay. I've got two more. Most powerful advice you've received that's impacted you. Like it could be a sentence or word or an experience or something that someone gave you that really changed your life? Mm. Well, I did a lot of transformational work and have, and have been consistently in that for a long time. But one thing that's sticking out right now is everything is happening for you, not to you. And it's how you handle the situation, not about what happens. That one really always comes comes to mind whenever I'm going through a transition or I'm going through, you know, a lot of this conversation was about that and letting go. And, you know, life is always happening for us, not to us. And when we can shift that perspective, suddenly things become a lot easier. We realize there's probably a lesson in it. We realize that that person screaming at us from the other side or this the person that's suing us or the person that's wanting to destroy our lives or whatever, however dramatic we want to get, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. That's perfect. And then the last one is what makes your soul feel limitless? What makes my soul feel good? Limitless. Limitless. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, The ocean. Mm. Yeah. The ocean makes me feel limitless because it's, it's such a, powerful place for me to uh, face my fears. And I feel like when I face my fears, then I'm limitless because I'm free and I can tell those fears to go hide in that corner and they're not, they're, they can't control me. And the ocean is literally this limitless, vast depth of yeah. beauty and magic. And, you know, it's, she goes on into realms that we've never been able to explore. And so when I am with her and when I'm just swimming in her and I kind of tap into that, I realize that I'm also the ocean. I'm also this vastness, this limitless being, this, this profound magic creation that we can't even understand. Like we're all miracles here, you know? And to me, that means we're limitless. I love that. Uh, The magic of waters. Do you have any water in your chart? Like your birth chart? Uh, I don't have a lot of water. I'm actually, well, is Capricorn water? No, earth. Capricorn is earth. So I have a lot of Capricorn and massage sun and Taurus rising. So I'm a very earthy, like grounded, okay. not that much water. Earth I don't attract water. a lot of, yeah, I don't attract a lot of water signs, but my dad's a Pisces. Um, sometimes I attract Pisces every now and then when I need a good, like dad lesson. <laughs> <laughs> the, the depth, the deep stuff. Yeah. 
Awesome. Well, thank you, Nexi, for being here today. This was so much fun, exciting to talk to you and get to know you a little better. And um, thank you everyone for listening. And you can check out the show notes and check out Clarity and all their cleaning products. Um, we have a code for you to use if you want to go check some stuff out. I'll put that down below. Use the code limitless at clarity.com. And thanks so much for being That's spelled C-L-A-R-Y-T-I, by the way, yes. guys. It's not spelled like normal clarity. C-L-A-R-Y-T-I.com. <laughs> with a twist. Clarity with, with a twist. Yes. All with right. a magical twist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for having me. It's You're been welcome. such a joy connecting with you. You too. Bye. Thank you.